Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Payments Monitor, the daily podcast featuring insights on banking, payments, and fintech. Good morning. Welcome to the Payments Monitor. My name is Faisal Khan. Today is the 24th of November. Some stories for today are... In a recent report that was published by the Committee on Payments and Market Infrastructures by the Bank of International Settlements, or BIS, it cites that the world's central banks could possibly be rendered irrelevant if there is a wide-scale adoption of digital currency schemes. The report cites, and I quote, the emergence of distributed ledger technology could present a hypothetical challenge to central banks though not replacing a central bank with some other kind of a central body, but mainly because it reduces the functions of a central body and in extreme cases may obviate the need for a central body entirely for certain functions." The Spanish bank with a forward outlook, BBVA, buys nearly 30% of the new uh, UK challenger bank Atom for $45 million. It is now the largest shareholder in the digital-only startup bank. Samsung Pay is gaining more traction and acceptance in the U.S. It recently added eight more credit and debit card issuers to its basket of issuers it it works with. Notable amongst the eight are Chase and SunTrust. Apple Pay has plans to launch its offering in China, one of the largest markets in the world, but filled with regulatory hurdles. Even after China is allowing other external players to enter its $7 trillion a year retail payments market. Apple Pay Pay faces stiff competition from existing private player Alipay, which dominates the space. Jeff Bezos is in the news for all the right reasons, and it does not have anything to do with Amazon per se. Blue Origin, the space company backed by Mr. Bezos, succeeds in vertically landing a spent rocket back on Earth after taking it to the edge of Earth. He beats Elon Musk's SpaceX, which has been trying to do the same. The price of one Bitcoin is $321, with Turkey shooting down the Russian fighter plane. All sectors from energy to utilities are down. European and Asian markets are down too, with the exception of Nikkei, which is up a fifth of 1%. While picked up a few pennies, the liquid black gold is trading at 4240, rising on Middle East tensions and a weaker US dollar. And lastly, gold is slightly up at about 1%. US markets are set to open lower. Fractures within OPEC, uh, smaller countries like Venezuela and Algeria have started a war of words with the Saudis over the dwindling oil prices. The smaller oil-producing nations want the Saudis and in turn OPEC to trim down production so that prices can bounce back. The Saudis are refusing, hell-bent on driving the U.S. shale oil market out of business. But at what cost? In 2014, U.S. produced more oil than it has ever done so in the past 100 years. The world currently has an oil surplus of 3 billion barrels and the prices are at rock bottom. Oil producing nations are now tapping into sovereign funds to adjust for several income for for, to adjust for differential income that was otherwise coming in from oil when it was at record levels. The petrodollar reserves won't hold much longer. Gulf countries have gone from being a budget surplus to a budget deficit country. And while the world is hungry for more energy, the, the way the Saudis look at it is the US Canada shale oil industry remains a big threat, and then there's the oil glut. Most economists and specialists who study oil cite that the situation will get much worse before it gets better. That's all for today. You can access this podcast and all its link on paymentsmonitor.com. The podcast is also available free on iTunes. My name is Faisal Khan. You've been listening to the Payments Monitor. Speak tomorrow.